y'all and welcome to another week of long live relationships it's me laria and it's me tristan and this week we are going to talk about or the title is it's nobody's business so essentially we're going to focus on you know keeping things in-house um when to share when not to share um you know erratic responses and kind of how that impacts your relationship and how you can communicate on things like that going forward ready to get started absolutely all right so loria um one of the biggest things that we kind of talked about when we first got together was you know internal communication more so what do we talk about at home what do we talk about in public and then more specifically if we're upset with one another like who we talk to first and when we did that when we did that we said okay we should talk in-house first and then you know it's kind of our business and then we we need to solve things in-house after being together and knowing you have your outlets people to talk to therapy all etc do you still feel the same way yes i feel like i'm gonna come to you first you're the person I'm in the relationship with. Why would I go to other people before I come to you with whatever issues or grievances I have? Yeah, no no matter what it is, even if, you know, I, th- I threw you, well, no, even if oh, I... Oh, I was about to say, what the hell? Like, if I, even if I, let's see, hmm, let's see if I slashed your tires, you would still come to me first? First of all, we would probably fight if you slashed my tires. And then if we fight, then we're done. Like, that's dumb. Why would you ever slash my tires? I, I wouldn't, but the point is, you said you would talk to me first. You don't have to fight for you first. I will swing on you. And you know this. You know I will swing on you. Violence is not the answer. <laughs> okay, okay. So, if you slash my tires, oh my God, horrible example. That probably was a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's use a better example. What? So, if I told... Alright, so... And this, this is more... You know, this is not the non-argumentative type, but, you know, if for whatever reason we got in a big fight and I told, you know, somebody about it on Facebook first, like, I was like, (laughs) yeah, you know, we got in a big fight, pray for us, you know, whatever the hashtags people do, uh, we working through, but like, I didn't talk to you about it first. So first things first. If we ever get into an argument and you decide to go to anyone's social media, <laughs> we're going to have a problem. I would much rather, even if you didn't come talk to me first, I would much rather it be like Ray, Shard, or somebody where it's not inviting people in that don't know us. Like, yeah, they your Facebook friends, but they ain't my Facebook friends. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So I think... Honestly, I think you should still come to me. Yeah, and I mean, you bring, you bring an interesting point. Like, I think people should have outlets to talk to no matter what the situation is. But do you think it's fair to even talk to your family or friends that are close to you prior to talking to your significant other? I mean... No, I don't. And I, so here's my, I guess, my general rule. I would forgive you before my family would, okay? Um, And chances are, knowing my family, my family is pretty unforgiving. 
when it comes to, you know, the baby, baby girl. So it's kind of like, like, they could probably still be cordial, but I know for a fact, like my mom, she's not gonna forgive you nearly. She probably won't forgive you, period. So yeah, like my mom is unforgiving when it comes to, well, anything that really affects her children or grandkids. So like, if I've been into her like, oh my God, my mistress and did this, 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 she gonna give me her opinion. And then she's probably gonna look at you differently. And it just goes back to the saying, you don't, because of whatever the relationship is, people are less likely to forgive, excuse me, if there are, I guess, transgressions against the person that they love or whatever. So yeah. I just try not to include, well, not even try, I just don't include my mom in my personal relationship business. Well, I mean, that's fair. And I think that's kind of, then it's a hard thing to do because and also one of the folks or people to know who to talk to when you're having relationship issues or stuff or things going on in the house because again people have in general have a, a view of how they view somebody that's not in a relationship where their friends or family all the great stuff you know they some are privy to what's going on in the house and some are not but again you know depending on that situation whether it was permanent, whether it was a mistake, whatever the case, whether something was said that, you know, against a person that's not involved, definitely their opinion may change right. of that person. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, we, I mean, we talk about it all the time. I, I do think it's interesting. Um, like, we're not going to belabor this point, but... Belabor. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the whole, like, Jada Will thing and her feeling the type of way and then... Basically coming on social media say, oh, it didn't happen, but, well, you know what, I'm going to explain myself. Well. And I, I, I don't know. It's, it's always interesting when, and I guess maybe from a celebrity standpoint, like celebrity relationships or like how that bit gets put on blast because then all of a sudden everybody has an opinion about how a relationship should be. Right. And... Quite honest, when it's like, oh, I thought their relationship was this. I thought their relationship was that. So, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. First of all, August Alcina should have been made to sign an NDA. Um, also, I feel like only the only reason she addressed it is because of her, um, her, her, like because she has the red table talk, right? So when you bring in other people on here to talk about their lives and things that they've done quote-unquote wrong it's like when somebody because okay age difference and august was in a very vulnerable state when their relationship started or whatever so right wrong or indifferent it could be you it could be viewed as if she preyed on that weakness that he had um to form a relationship with him right and so if that's how she would have addressed it, I probably would have respected it more. Honestly, because of the length of time that went on before she decided to bring herself to the Red Table Salt, and then, you know, she brought Will too, um, I can kind of, like, I viewed it as like, okay, they're a couple, they're going to stick together, they've already done the script, you know, do whatever. And at the end of the day, also as a woman, looking at Will sitting up there all hurt and whatever, it's like, and this can be a topic for another day. But, like, he has cheated on her before. 
just based off of the context in their conversation. But it hurt him to know that she had basically, you know, been getting her, her back broke off. So it's like men can dish it, but they can't really take it. That's kind well, of... I mean, so here's the thing. If true, right, wrong, or different to majority of the world's understanding, they supposedly had an open relationship. Now, what open and in their relationship really meant, who knows? Was it open prior to all this? Again, I'm sure it was. But at the same time, like, this brings me to a thought process. When watching that, I felt like Jada played more of a victim than she did of explaining herself. And quite honestly, I don't really care about the explanation because it's not, one, it's not my business, and two, it's not going to make my life any different, better, greater, or whatever. Um, You know, it's a topic of conversation. But in the sense of, you know what, let me kind of say where I was at in life, it made it, she kind of played victim. And like, one of the things that stuck out to me the most was her words, like when she was with August, that it was the first time in a while sure that, she felt, that she felt good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Is you it- know, what, what exactly, and you never know what's going on with somebody. Well, see, to me, that kind of just let me know, like, Okay, that's what resonated with you. But, like, when Will was like, yo, you know, I got to get even with you. And she was like, no, <laughs> you've already done that. That let me know that, hey, he been out here doing whatever he want to do type deal. Like, there's no reason to get even. Now, what I will say, I don't want to say that she was acting as if she was the victim. However, if that's how she felt, like, who's to say, again, not our business, not that big of a deal. Who's to say that Will hadn't been in a relationship with someone else? And so as a result, she didn't feel that connection with him anymore. And she didn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like, and from a feel good standpoint, she wanted to be validated. She wanted to be, you know, wanted basically. And she hadn't felt that. So I'm not going to say she felt like a victim. I just think, you see how your male perspective came in? I just feel like she was doing what she wanted to. Right. But I mean, so here's the thing. I... I could almost side with you on that. However, <laughs> the one caveat is she made a comment and he agreed with it, but it's something he had said that, you know, I guess when they first got married, he basically said that he could love her through anything. And so by her repeating that and her saying that in the, in the context, it made it seem like there were some issues of her own that she were going, that she was going through. And whatever those issues were, it did not translate well in the household. And essentially, he could have been doing everything in his power to try to make whatever need to work, try to make her happy. But whatever issue she was dealing with, she was unable to overcome. And so I feel like that's why that was said in the way that it was said. So here's but the thing, Tris. Who knows? You know... You are seeing this from Will's perspective. <laughs> I'm not seeing how's and um honestly, I still feel like oh, buddy should have signed the NDA. I mean, if you would have signed the NDA, people don't always agree to these things. Well, it's not like it, you technically can't sue anybody over a personal relationship NDA. 
Okay, I don't know nothing about that. That ain't my level of expertise. However, I still feel like, you know, and even in August's defense, he is heartbroken. And I understand that as well. And he was asked about his, he was asked about it. So let, let me back up. He was asked about whatever their relationship was. And so he addressed it in a way that he felt was necessary. I still feel like that young man had his heart broken. And that's to be expected with anybody who forms a relationship and falls in love and things don't work out the way that they want them to. Now, why in the hell did all of us need to know it? I will never know. But that's just, like, I just wish that whatever occurred could have been resolved in-house without yeah. everybody having to be a part of. But that is one of the other risks you take when you become a celebrity. Um, people always have an opinion. And at the end of the day, no matter who like it, Will and Jada good, like, they gonna live their glamorous ass life, still be celebrities. And it really, I mean, I saw a meme that was like, this is out of my tax bracket. And it is. Like, when they talk about entanglements and all, <laughs> that ain't, I ain't gonna do that. So that was an interesting adjective to use. But well, entanglement. Yeah. See that now in truth, I wish you wouldn't have used that word because that kind of downplayed what it was. It was a relationship. I mean, I think again, that's why I said in in some way, shape, or form she was playing the victim because she was purposeful instead of speaking natural, she was purposefully picking her words to make it seem less than what it was or try to diminish to, what he like, said you know kind of lower the impact per se but you know i think sometimes celebrity or regular folk some things can are better off just left unsaid but again so let's kind of yeah so celebrity you know go on your life you know if you've been a celebrity for a while more than likely your money is not affected here but let's just take you know regular Sarah's, you know, Why or, they gotta be Sarah? I don't know, regular, look, regular Randy, how about regular, okay, fine, regular Ronnie, okay, you know, I'm trying to match the R's here, if regular Ronnie goes on Facebook tonight, mm -hmm. and says something reckless about his girl, then starts battling off about women this, women this, that's why, you know, I hate y'all. Mm. I can't, you know, I can't stand how women act when they do this, that, the third, right? Okay. So, regular Ronnie's in his feelings. Regular Ronnie, on just a day-to-day -day basis, on his normal posts, get maybe five, six likes. So, you know, ain't nobody paying attention. Mm -hmm. But regular Ronnie makes this, and all of a sudden, regular Ronnie... Yeah, got a hundred of got cussed out and, and everything. He, you know, uh -huh. all the women, he got 2,000 friends and all of them happen to be just like, what are you going through? Hey, bro, you good? Not like, even what you're going through, but I mean. Right. What are you talking about? They start right. sharing it, right? Oh, y'all see regular Ronnie over here acting up? Okay. Somehow, the next day, regular Ronnie's friends done found out about it. His girl, thought he, his job done found out about it. All because he ain't talk about stuff in house, and now regular Ronnie ain't got no job, um, and he ain't in no relationship. But okay, so what was the point of that? Oh, so the point was, and I guess there was there wasn't a question really. Oh, okay. but yes, I mean the point is the difference between you talking about your relationship versus not like the the downstream impact on somebody that's regular is is way more invasive than it is. Or 
you know, as a result than somebody's a celebrity. And it's like, I think sometimes you look at a celebrity lifestyle or people who, for lack of better terms, are not out in your tax bracket that when thinking about what your First Amendment right is, you feel like you can just go off and do whatever on social media and, you know, people are going to accept it for, for what's said, regardless of if it was just a, a, a heat of the moment, because a heat of the moment as a, as a quote unquote regular person, you can't just easily take that back or you can't just blow that over without the people around you or people that know you to not look at you different. So I think in that regards, you know, I mean, how do you protect your, you, well, you're protecting your energy and your relationship. But what were you saying about journals? I think people need journals. I think what has, I think social media has become everyone's journal where they go to document their feelings and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, as you said, it's very difficult to, you can't take this stuff down because it's on the internet forever. It's living somewhere. Somebody has screenshotted it. Like, it's there. And. Even if you don't want to talk to your significant other or whatever the grievance is with whomever, just write it down. Hell, ain't nobody got to know but you. Yeah. Versus just putting it out there because you do run the risk of losing your job, losing your relationship. And then the other side of it too is just to be pretty candid with you. Like say for instance, a, a lady gets on Facebook and she's talking stone cold cash, S-H-I-T, about how like say... Something went wrong in their relationship, and she's talking about it, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, right? And she done cooled down day or two after that. She posting selfie, well, you know, ussies with her and her boo. That's a word. It's a word tonight. Um, She posting ussies with her and her boo, and then you got some people who going to be like, wait a minute, what's she just bashing us, dude? Or I thought that was going to break up because you have, again, invited people into your relationship. Now, on the flip side of this, to be completely candid, this is also, it doesn't just have to be negative stuff that's posted, right? When you invite people in. Oh, yeah. You are inviting people in no matter what you post. So, nine times out of ten, most people are super excited about um, engagements, marriages, babies, whatever. And then what I have found to be interesting is that, say, you know, marriages don't work, people get divorced. There have been some people like, oh, girl, we're going to come to your divorce party. And it's like, wait, what? We celebrating this? But, you know, that's something that happens when you invite people into your life. I definitely have seen that where, you know, He wasn't people, nothing, no way. Like, get the whole timeline. So, mm-hmm. like, even, so, you know, so say if, you you agree to separate, right? And people who are hypersensitive that feel the need to share with people and so keep it in or figure out the, a better way to communicate, right? You'll get it the next day. Like, the, the couple has separated and somebody will be on Facebook and be like, or Twitter and everything, like, you know, relationships are hard and sometimes <laughs> it just comes to an end of a road and this just happens to be mine and I'm just going to have to Look for, you know, the light at the end of the time. Find myself again. Find myself again. There you go. You know, hashtag pray for me. Oh my God, stop, Tris. Y'all just keep keep me lifted. And it'll be such a vague message. But it it draws questions. But but it draws questions. 
it'll be a vague message that draws questions. Everybody's like, sis, we're praying for you or we got you. I don't sis, know do you need on. to talk? Inbox me. And oh my, oh my God, what happened? Like stuff like that, but never no responses. And then maybe like a month later, it's official. You know, I've moved out. I'm at my new apartment. And it's just like, well, you know, did someone die? Did, you know, what happened? Like, no, you don't really, you're not clear, but you assume that they not together because all the pictures have so been taken down. Key. And then it's like. Well, not even low key, high key. So like when, you know, women get pregnant or whatever and they give you a blow by blow of their pregnancy. Oh my God, y'all. They, they've been pregnant three seconds, right? And they done felt the baby kick, whoop, 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 whatever, right? They go through this the whole nine months or however long the pregnancy is. Baby get here. Oh, I'm not showing my baby face on. Wait, why? We've been pregnant with you. We've all gone through everything you've been through. Why you ain't showing this baby? Let us see our nephew or niece. Because I feel like I was pregnant with you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But on the flip side of it too is, you know, it's something I told you, like, Whenever we get pregnant, if that's what's in our, you know, space to happen, I don't want to make an announcement super soon. Primarily because what if something happens and, you know, I miscarry or something, you know what I mean? Like something happens with the baby. Like I don't want to have to announce a pregnancy and we're super excited. Something happens and then we have to go out because essentially if something bad happens, you have to address it, right? Because you've invited people into that that space, and I would just much rather it be in house, yeah, like the, I mean, to deal a, with the loss or yeah. whatever. I mean, that's the same thing with the whole almost to divorce, but you're walking through. Like, what if, what if y'all don't actually go through with divorce and y'all get back together? Right. And you've put your whole your whole life your whole life. Like I've known people, and I commend people who've done it. Like I've known people personally. That like have gone through it. I've known people like I've gone through it. I've known people who were heavily on social media going through it, but you would have never known like unless you were personally close to them. Fair. And I think that's good to know because again, that moment you hit send, like certain stuff, like dang, I want to delete that, right? But certain stuff, but but you know, even if you make the mistake in the first thirty seconds, that's the day that. Your computer freezes, your phone locks <laughs> up, you try to delete, there's an error, right. you gotta update your app, and in five minutes you got 35 likes and comments, and it's just going to get recycled because more and more people see it. And so I think that's the hard part with your relationships. I mean, even, okay, so even taking a, a, a sidebar, like if it's not media, I think it's even critical of who you talk to when you're going through something in your relationship. Like, yeah. especially, not necessarily like, okay, let me just, you know, everybody's in a group me, everybody's in a group text. And, yeah. you know, well, I mean, just for lack of better terms, okay. most people have a few people they talk to either way on a daily basis. And depending on that group of people or even just that one person, it may not necessarily be always the best thing to be like, yo, let me tell you what this person did today. Let me tell you what we're going through. So let me tell you something. Now, my two best friends, love them dearly, right? And we share a good bit, a good bit of stuff, because I mean, we're friends. Um, 
but I guess for me, as much as I like say you piss me off or whatever, right? As much as I would want to tell my best friends, I also want to protect you from my best friends. You see what I'm saying? In the sense of not them coming to you directly, but changing their image of you. Yeah. So I might be like, yo, whew, girl, I had to talk to my therapist about some shit Tristan did. And they understand it. They like they're more understanding of that. But like you do have to now don't get me wrong, I have shared some stuff with them, very minimal. Um, just because I feel like relationships should be private. And then between those two, the people involved, because, you know, you have polygamy and all that stuff. But it's not, um, I don't know. I just don't feel like other people should be in nobody else's business. Like, I feel like whatever works for the couple works for that couple. And that kind of leads me into people giving unsolicited advice, right? And... You have to take that advice with a grain of salt. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Because what works for one couple may not work for us. Yeah. Now, I will say this as a thing. Like, there are... I mean, there does come a point, like... So, I'll address both things. One, yes, it's good to stay private. And I think up until... So, there's levels. So, I think it's good to stay private up until a point to where you can't. And what I mean by that is... Let's just say someone like someone like one of your girls come to you, one of my boys come to me and say, Hey, I've never experienced this in my relationship before. And, you know, I can't understand, you know, why we're getting into it or I'm thinking that's about this. I different. get that. Like, have you experienced this? Oh, that's different. And, you know, I think that's different versus, you know, just bad mouthing right. your significant other because again, Let's say that your significant other is also friends with these other people. Then it's like, again, they may have a different opinion. Or they may not have a different opinion, but the first thing that comes to mind is the last conversation mm-hmm. you had with this person. Like, if you got in a disagreement and they was like, yeah, you know, we got in a disagreement and she threw a pot at me. And it's like... <laughs> They probably be like, like yeah, well, maybe, maybe about crazy. She was like, but, yeah, but it's like maybe she did that. Maybe she deserved. It. Maybe the story that you told them makes her seem out of, out of sorts or him out of sorts. And then it's like when you're around, it makes one, it makes them hesitant to be around the person, right? Or even like, I don't want them to get an argument around me. You know, or so I don't want like, them around me. Yeah, or I don't want them around me. But you may not necessarily get that. From people because people won't always show their true colors when it comes to your relationship. Like they'll tell you what they think is right at times, and then there's people that genuinely care. Um, so I think that's why. Well, that's important. now I'm not gonna lie. I think that's fair. Like one of my aunts, her and her husband been married. I'm 33. They've been married 34 years this year, coming up on Saturday, and like I'll tell her like, yo. So, what should I do with X, Y, Z? Number one, because they're a married couple, right? And we're going to get married soon. And um, more so from an advice standpoint. But not to share, you know, I don't know. It's just, I guess you have to have confidants, right? Or people that you can seek for counsel. Yeah. Um, But outside of, like, everyday arguments and stuff, like, 
I would rather just share all of the good stuff. Like, I think my friends know when stuff is going, not wrong, but like when, oh, Tris pissed you off today? I'm like, yeah, girl, you got my goddamn nerves. Like, and then I, my friends also called me out the back. Well, real, what you did? What, what did you say to Tristan? You see what I'm saying? Like, so I guess it's just different. My friends are pretty good with giving advice. Yeah. So. It, but never, you're never going to see stuff on social media. Well, at least your friends are good with recognizing when it's your fault. First of all, they're also good with recognizing when it's not my fault. Well, that's, that's the 80-20 rule. Because 80% of the time oh. it's your fault. <laughs> negative. Negative, negative. It might be my fault. No, negative. See, and thankfully my friends know what's real and what's not. So. Yeah. Um. I mean, speaking on that thing of having someone to confide in, um, do you think it's fair for, like, people to have, people to confide in of the opposite sex, like, when... No, hell, what, what you mean? Let, so, I'll let you finish, but what you mean? What I mean by that is, <laughs> so, if, of course, you learn something new about your spouse or your significant other at times and stuff like that, that from an opposite sex standpoint or same sex, whatever, you may not understand their perspective. So, like, if I gave you something from a man's perspective or vice versa, you gave me something from a woman's perspective that I ain't never heard or you never heard. But you want to get validation from somebody else. Yeah, it's like, Mm -hmm. because again, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes pride pride steps in and it's like, no, you're wrong. That's stupid and stuff like that. But then Mm -hmm. it's like, you sit back and think about it. It's like, you know, I don't have a reason to argue this, or she could have been right, but you know, let could have been. Let, it's so hard for you to admit when you're wrong. But, but, go but let me go. But let me go get the yeah. Validate. You said validate. Let me go validate this from another person. So I have a problem sources. with that. I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and I have a problem with that because all I hear is that your partner's word or experience wasn't enough, and. Quite honestly, like, and we're going to have to have a sidebar conversation regarding this. Um, but quite honestly, if you were to come tell me, oh, yeah, um, you know what? You was right about X, Y, Z. I talked to such and such and they kind of understood. And I'll be like, wait, what? So my word wasn't enough. That's fair. Like, that's how I would view it. Like, I think it's different. And also, especially if I don't know this female that you're talking to, because... Yeah, y'all could be friends right now, but what if they're using whatever conversation you're having with them to try to gain insight into you? Like more so like catch you off guard, like at your most vulnerable. Not catch me off guard because they come at me off some fuck shit. I'm talking about the person that they're talking. But yeah, if they come, yeah. So like, now I don't even want to say catch you off guard still, but like, what if they're using that? I guess, conversation or conversations as a way to get closer to you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Take advantage of you when you're most vulnerable. Okay, fine. So, yeah, like, what if that's the case? Like, because truly, if... To me, it all goes back to, so was my word not good enough? And if I'm the person that you're supposed to be with, why not ask me to explain? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? That's fair. Like, but going to get validation, like, in truth... I've and I'll say I'll be very candid. I've gone to like my homeboys and been like, "Yo, what you think about such and such?" And they'll give me their perspective. But now, in all can all candidness, 
it's never been about no it's never what I've gone to them has never been about somebody I was serious with. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it could just be somebody I was talking to or whatever, primarily because I know that that could lead to other stuff. Yeah. I because mean, you built to me, okay, you're when you have those types of conversations with your female friends or whatever, it could, not saying it will, but it could lead to developing a tighter bond with your female friends than you have with your spouse. Gotcha. That makes and sense. And that's, that, that's a problem. Yeah. That's how I view it. Like, I feel like as much as I love my male best friend in California, love him to death, my bond is not going to be tighter with him than it is with you. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I can see how that can happen. Um, eat, well, before I kind of give what I was going to say, do you think that same concept applies even if you've known the person longer, like the friend, for example, longer than the person in a relationship? What I mean by that is, what if y'all, y'all more so were, are like siblings and so like you share everything, you're feeling stuff like that. Do you feel like once you get, like once you get into a relationship that there need like you stop at the so, level of sharing. Or I guess you say, my question you, you kind of put into play like, well, hey, you know, I may hold back from what I talk about in regards to the negative stuff in my relationships or opinions, just to keep that in house. Like, are do you think people are having these conversations or like that? So that's I guess the first question that I have is does. Does your partner know who this person is? That's a fair question. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, because in truth, okay, I mean, I got, again, I'll use my male best friend. Yeah. Right? I've known him much longer than I've known you. So, and that makes me think. So, like, not not necessarily think, but that brings up a quick, because that that thought process did come to mind, like, do you know this person? So, on top of do you know this person, should, like, would it make you uncomfortable or should, would somebody else be uncomfortable if, okay, that person's met this person, and but you're always talking about that person. Yeah, I talked to such and such about this today. Yeah, that would make me very uncomfortable because, so, again, it goes back to the bond. Gotcha. It goes back to, oh, y'all talking about that all day, especially if you're not talking about that stuff with your partner. Right. And so, cause that, and it made me think of my own question because it's like, you know, how sometimes people will make an excuse for their behavior. So what I mean by that is, like, oh, well, you know, we was friends before and we've been friends since we were 16. And, and I think that's okay. Like that. I don't think that's an excuse, to be honest with you. Now, what I am going to say is, oftentimes, and I'll speak from my perspective, not women, just mine. Say, for instance, ooh, my male best friend was interested in dating me at one point. Yeah. Okay. And we decided that, you know what, we're better off as friends or best friends. And then as a result of that, I still went to him for, man, let me tell you what such and such or, oh, I always call on him. You know what I mean? You didn't know about him, but I was still going to him for advice. And then all this advice that he was giving me, good, bad, or indifferent, was just a way for him to show that he was the one for me. You see what I'm saying? Like, because I just think that I do think platonic relationships can exist or friendships can exist. However, 
if you are having tough conversations with your friends about the person you're in a relationship with, or if you're expressing your feelings to your friend, but not the person you're in a relationship with, you're essentially, to me anyway, you're essentially having a better relationship with your friend than you are your partner. Gotcha. Now, does that same does that same theory apply if, so you say you're not sharing with your partner, but you're sharing with a friend, right? So what if, like, you're like, oh, well, you know, you express your feelings. It's like, oh, I can't get them to do this or they're not listening to me. I'm trying to talk to them and, you know, this is what's going on. And I've tried to express my feelings to them about, you know, the, the, the struggles that we're going through right now. For whatever reason, another, you know, it's like I'm talking to one end and it's coming out that. But so now you've had the conversation with your significant other and you're not getting through to your significant other based off how you feel. But then you go to that same person of the opposite sex and explain to them, this is what is going on. Am I seeing something differently or stuff like that from their opinion? Does that still kind of count? Or like, cause under, and, and, and I'm just, this is just me spitballing because I'm just thinking of different scenarios that some people have gone through. stuff. So I've heard, because personally, this relationship and even relationship in the past, I've never been big on let me talk to other people about my relationship or other people about my feelings but i'm also for me in terms of holding my feelings and all that stuff that's all in the story so so to me in truth i still think it it just really depends because i'm more interested in why like i got the scenario that you're saying but i would still be more interested in why you feel so comfortable going to talk to this person. Yeah. Versus legit having a sit down conversation. And even because a lot of times the main issue is people communicate differently. So you never know if the significant other felt like the problem had been addressed. And then this person is bringing somebody else in. And again, it's not fair to the significant other when they could be completely oblivious to these side conversations that are going on. Yeah. So... That, that's how I look at it. I don't feel like... Now, I'm not saying, you know, a lot of it is, oh, my God, I'm marrying my best friend, you know, da 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 And that's cool, and that's great, and that's wonderful. But I do not feel like every couple... Well, let me back up. I feel like every couple should have a bond and a foundation so tight, excuse me, that nobody can come into that foundation and mess it up. Yeah. That's just how I feel. And, or outside sources mess up the foundation and the bond of that relationship. Because at the end of the day, you haven't made a vow to your best friend. You see what I'm saying? You've made a vow to the person you're married to. Yeah. I mean. So, it should be to where you can have difficult conversations. Right. And... Not only have difficult conversations, but even if it gets to a point where it's like, you know what? Maybe we should go talk to a therapist. Because, you know, I'm a proponent for that. You feel me? Like, have a neutral party. Because, again, that's your friend. Yeah. At the end of the day, your friend going to be biased towards you. Right. So, if you must talk to somebody, talk to a therapist. Or we can go see a therapist together. 
Yeah, fair enough. So, but yeah. it shouldn't, I don't think outside sources should be in relationships. Yeah, I mean, again, that, that, you know, that, that definitely drives the conversation because, I mean, there's, I think, few things. And one, when you do seek whatever help you need, that if you can't get in the house immediately, because sometimes even your judgment might be clouded to the point where whatever you're feeling, yeah, you need to go talk to somebody independent. And even if it's someone close to you, like, you have to know who's independent. And, if and who can be, yeah, who, who can be not, who, who can be, be unbiased. unbiased, like, who can be unbiased and be like, within the first five minutes, like, no, uh, I know you, I think you're full of shit. What are, what, what are you not telling me? That's right. So, you know, I think the other thing is once, whether you talk to somebody or not, um, in regards to just like your personal business or again, stuff that's going on in your relationship, good, bad, or indifferent, because, you know, sharing something good is easy, like, good, I'll keep it up, you know, that's so inspirational, yada, 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 but the stuff that, the real stuff, the decisions, all that stuff that's life affecting stuff that affects feelings, is like, when you get to the point where, yeah, I'm ready to have a mature relationship, or I'm ready to have, be some with somebody for a period of time, or whatever, or just be in what's to be a relationship is you got to be able to have you got to be open-minded enough to be able to have open dialogue even if it even if it's not right away it's like well let me sit down for a moment and really think about how i did that or just kind of figure it out because that's more so how you definitely build upon that tight bond that you was talking about that can't nobody come in because then you get to the point where at the end of the day you may or not be you may not be right. The other person don't may not be right. In one instance you both could be wrong. But at the same time, you come down to whatever it was that the situation was and it can get solved. You know, it's not like it's not rocket science. It's not like you're trying to solve this big geometry program. It's not gonna affect, you know, how you carry on a life unless you guys aren't together. But yeah, I mean I think that's 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 how I see it. Okay. So, I think that's that's all I got for this episode. That's I, all you got, babe? Yeah, yeah. So, just keep people out your business? Well, I mean, yes and no. You know, we've said that's the fair. good, so we've said the good, good and the bad, bad the, the when and the where, the how and the what. So, you know, yeah. Okay, wonderful. So, as always, we want to hear from you all. Um, what are your thoughts on this and... If you enjoyed the commentary that we had tonight, or if you have any suggestions for how we can improve, um, as always, we can be reached and seen. Um, email us at longliverelations at gmail.com and follow us on the wonderful Instagram at LLR Podcast, and we will follow back. Uh, talk to you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>